Hey guys, before we get into our episode, I just want to plug Matt Strackbine and Ross Radke's awesome Kickstarter, Milagro. You know, we had our episode where we hyped it. We were excited about the kickoff. And it's already been funded. It's already like 100% funded. In like four days. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm so proud of those guys. I'm so amazed by what they're doing. And I hope people will continue to add because we have some awesome stretch goals. I want that extra content at the back of the physical version. That's going to be so good. I want those extra extra sticker sheets and all that kind of stuff. So go ahead and keep donating. You know, if you haven't, make sure to jump onto that Kickstarter and check it out. So we have a lot of support for those guys, a lot of love. You're going to get your comics. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be good quality. Yeah, just shout out them and make sure to follow them. I'll make sure to put a link in the show notes of this episode. On with the show. Hell, oh, everyone, and welcome to the Hellboy Book Club. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Aubrey Loveless. And I'm Danielle. Hey, everybody, it's movie time. It's movie time. movie time. Yeah, normally we talk about the comics on here, so um, if you check out our other episode, that's usually what we do, but now we're checking out the movies. We're going to do a commentary here to Hellboy Animated Blood and Iron, so we're going to check this out. We've got the 4K here. Are ready to go. All right. So, uh, if you want to follow along with us, you can get your DVD, your streaming, or whatever. We're gonna hit play, and then we'll talk you through the first couple of scenes to like sync it all up, and then we'll start talking about the thing. And here we go. Blood and Iron hitting play now. Hitting the play button. Stars Media in association with. <laughs> Revolution, Revolution Studios. Studios. Fire is There's coming. Lots of, lots of fire. Ah, we gotta have this again. Well, this, this is a little intro, is, right? Yeah. They had Come it on the on. last one. I think that's just so you can watch them in either order. Yeah, you know, and I, I, like, I also after I watched this, I was thinking, as far as animated pilots go, this is this is not bad. This is yeah. This is one of the better animated pilots that I've seen. Good point. And yeah. so, like, the fact that this didn't become a show with several seasons and shows that had worse pilots did, like, I just wonder what happened. Yeah. There. yeah. I don't know. It's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking about this last night when I was watching it. It's like this would have been, like, the opening to the show. Right. It, this would have been the first couple of, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. This has this, a better like this intro. PS one cutscene here. Oh, yeah. Well, it's got, um, <laughs> last time we just had the papyrus and the scrolling. Oh, this yeah. is this is cooler. It's no good. I like it. No, I, I well, think it's not actually. Cool. It's not papyrus, so yeah. Yeah, but the, the look at this animation. Just just make it regular animation. Why is this three D like? It's got the graveyard. Oh, man, it's it's bad got all video the, game. Come on, two thousand six. I mean, it's they not had good. Music. Don't hate on it. It's good. This it's is bad. good stuff. It's I bad like actually. It. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> music by Christopher Drake. Yeah. So story by Mike Mignola and Dead Stones. Uh, yeah, that'll help get us synced like up. Kevin yeah, Kevin but um, I did want to talk about Christopher Drake because um, directed by Victor Cook. He uh, supervisor producer directed that <laughs> <Dead> stuff. <laughs> Sorry, we're just, now we're in a sewer, disgusting sewer. All right, so um, you were gonna Christopher say. Drake. He adapted the Marco Beltrami score into like this kind of uh, wind woodwind version. You right, know what I mean? Right. Strings yeah. version yeah. and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, good job with that. Good. Again, as far as like animated shows and animated pilots it's it's really well done it's well put together and like i just yeah. i can only imagine after it had hit stride maybe in the first or second season after they had a bunch of episodes in their belt like what would the character right 
standing up to my butt in crap. I love the fact that he makes it. He brings that up because you always see people God. in sewers and you never bring Disgusting. up the fact that it's crap. <laughs> A maze of crap. That is so true. Horrible. Disgusting. Um, you did mention Victor Cook. Uh, he wasn't on the last series, so he's a television producer and director. He's worked on Spectacular Spider-Man, Scooby-Doo, Stretch Armstrong, and Tots. I'm not conf- I'm not familiar with that. Oh, okay. I am unfamiliar with Tots. Look at this guy. Yeah, we've got the Minotaur. I like here. a Minotaur. Yeah, Greek mythology. We know that this uh, this guy is Poop part Minotaur. of Minotaur. Um, but he's got the little extending arm ball and chain thing. A pupitar. Okay, I was gonna ask you, did we see that? Yeah. In the oh, I love Abe, dude. Swimming. I love him having Swimming some action shit. here. I want to <laughs> see him like swim really fast and do a jump kick. That was so in cool. shit, yeah. <laughs> in through turds. Through turds and piss. Ugh. Horrible. This see, I love cool. an action oh, Abe. Action yeah, so that's good. good. That's yeah, good stuff. I like this the team up good- here. This is a good animated. Uh, it's not a show, but it's good. Oh, um, see, here's the fist with the chain on it. So yeah, in Wake the Devil, there was a Nazi guy that had one of those. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then um, in Hellboy Two, the Golden Army, which hadn't come out yet. Uh, oh, okay, the there was uh, yeah. there was a guy also with that. Mignola loves. He that. likes that uh, kind of stuff. On yeah. the commentary, he mentioned that his love for that. I think Screw on Head sometimes has that, and then in the sketchbook, I'm sure there's other characters. Excellent. that have the same thing. That would have been a toy if this was the 80s yeah. or 90s. That would have been yeah. a toy. <laughs> that happened, you hit a little thing and it does that. I was probably, well, if it, I guess if it had done better, they may have made a toy because they got Hellboy. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. that's, again, like I would have loved to have seen this really hit its stride because there are times where they do let things breathe and it's appropriate and it's good, like the, where they, the pacing's a little tr- slow and drawn out and I appreciate it. But yeah. then there are other times where I'm like, this is a little bit, can we, can we keep going? Yeah. Yeah. So I would have loved to have seen all these characters <laughs> kind of hit their stride and, you know, I would have loved to have seen where it would have gone. I feel like it would have picked up the pace a little, you know. I would have liked to have seen them introduce like Johan and Dino sure, absolutely, and yeah. all kinds all of cool stuff. It was going in that direction. Yeah. Um, I did like in this little action scene, they gave Abe the hero moment of like yeah. jumping was, up there and taking the head off. Like he's like, I got this. That was pretty cool. You yeah. know, oh, they, yeah. they're giving him more to do. I like how Hellboy's like, I don't give a crap who this was, and just squashes it. I would have liked to have seen this go for at least two or three seasons so that we oh, could yeah. see like where it went. Because, you know, a pilot is always like, oh, we're just kind of finding our footing. But And so John Hurt, very yep. cool. Oh, right. So um, I listened to the commentary to this. That whole scene right there wasn't originally in it. They had to, every the studio notes were like, we need to open with Hellboy. This was supposed to be, it was supposed to go from the graveyard thing to this. I see. Oh, okay. okay. And so they added that to be like, here's an intro. They kind of tied Hecate into it. There right. were those scenes where she was like back there talking, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you really want to start with the main characters, right. I think. <laughs> I don't know. You I think start it would have been cool. Guys. I think it would have been cool to start off with this. I love that they do this. I yeah. love that they go. This is cool. This part is cool. Because um, in the comics, we know that they would go on and do so much more with Broom and stuff like that. So I like that uh, we get these flashbacks and we get to see young Broom doing his like little adventures. Yeah. Oh, shit. Triple Goddess. So cool. You know what they should have done is they should have put that Hellboy scene before the opening oh, credits. Oh, look, the thing. Like a, like yeah, a James yeah. Bond cold open. Right, right. Nice. And then it goes into the credits and then goes into this. Okay. Yeah, we had the Iron Maiden in this there, too. This part is too. so messed yeah. up. What, what is the, who is this show for? It's like... 
really intense. Yeah, this one is definitely more for adults, you know, or more Jeez. for, I guess, teens or whatever. Like, golly, that is yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, there's pretty awful depictions of torture here. So check this out. Uh, Uh, Straight out of the the comic right there. uh, So cool. I also like how this story is kind of told backwards, memento style. Yeah, they did do that. You're right, Aubrey. Um, In the special features, at least here on the 4K disc, there's a version where you can go and you can just watch the flashbacks in order. Okay. Okay. And it's like just one little thing, just this entire scene. I like... uh, the guy doing Young Broom. That's uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi from Clone Wars. <laughs> oh, hey. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. Uh, I didn't realize it was two different people. Yeah, no, it's James Arnold Taylor. You didn't realize that wasn't John Hurt? Good job. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you're right. I... He also did Leonardo in TMNT from 2007 and Ratchet from <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> I yeah, didn't even I think was, about it. I, I went down a whole that. wormhole in the IMDb. Are we doing this now? Because I just bringing him up because I think he's cool. <laughs> yeah, these guys are. Which one was that guy? Rob Paulson or no? No, that Jim was uh, no. Neither one. It was James Arnold Taylor. I don't know people's names because he's the one very last listed in the okay. IMDb credits. <laughs> yeah, I think the guys you're talking about haven't come up yet. They haven't come up yet. But they did a lot of voices. Oh yeah. So it's like I don't know who is who. So here they're kind of playing on the Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Here they call her Urzabeth. Um Urzabeth is like Elizabeth, I guess, yeah. in, um, in Hungarian. Well, they probably changed it because they didn't want to pay the royalties. But she was like a real, you know, prolific murderer. And she did do this where she like bathed in the blood of, you know, young oh, people yeah. and Gross. stuff like that. It was really horrible. Gross. Um a lot of people insist that she inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula, although that. there's no evidence to support this. And her character is voiced by Kath Sushi, who also voiced um, Maketh Tua in Star Wars Rebels. I don't, I've never seen that show. Do you know who that is? Oh yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. Hold on. You said that's a. Uh... Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, she also did. Kubert Fransworth from Futurama. Nice. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's so, awesome. Young Broom here is James Arnold Taylor. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, I like um this little cast of characters. So you've got Broom, you've got like the two cops, the priest who's all scared, and uh, and then I guess the the husband. Uh. Look, I love this shot right here. Look at this. This is very anime to me. Look at that. Isn't that just like oh, a cool, yeah. weird thing? It's like, wow, this is not for kids. Nah. That was super cool, though. But it's also not adult enough to be The animation style. It's kind is of... that what you're talking about? No, no, not even necessarily. It's just kind of... Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, oh uh, yeah, look is. at that. I don't really know what it well, is. I feel like the this, werewolves. This would be like the kind of animation that would come on at like, on like Adult Swim or like Fox right after The Simpsons or something. I don't like know that. about yeah, that. Yeah. This seems like such a kid show type of animation, like Batman, the animated series, or or Gargoyles. Not you know, that those aren't good shows because they are. Well, I mean, they are good shows. I mean, they're, yeah, they're in that same style. But, but I think it's... it would. Um, I still think it would have aired in like you know just right. I don't know. I like, think like... a teen to twenties market. Mm. I think it looks like a Batman the animated series, but the content is way more 
intense. But it's than not that. intense enough for it to be like I don't know. I just there's something about it that feels like who is this for? Right. So it's such an in between kind of a limbo show. But I I think one thing that is interesting about this one versus Sword of Storms, which is the one that we discussed last time, is you know Sean Galloway on that one. They started him off as, as lead animator, and they were like, wait, this is not the right place for you. You need to be concept designer. Right. Yeah. So they moved him over there, but they had already started the cartoon. And this one, they started him off as lead concept. So he got to design all these characters like from the beginning. And I think like he has such Love an interesting that. style. I think it's interesting that Mignola chose this as like, this right, is the right. one that I like. Yeah. This is the one that yeah. I want to see my stuff adapted to. You know? Um he has such a unique style, and for this movie, he was really able to dis- put a lot of effort into the character design from the get-go. Sure. Did we you get know? to the part where the they make the guy stake his own wife already? Yeah, that we happened? passed that, yeah. That, man, have literally anybody else do it. Why are you making that guy do it? That's not okay. <laughs> well, maybe he just... It was, What's wrong with well, Broom? He can't do it. That is su- cool and that messed was up. Awesome. Yeah. The priest was supposed to do it, but he ran off. Well, yeah, but oh, like, that's right. It was supposed to be the priest. Why wouldn't Broom be like, I'll do this for you so you don't have to do this? And, well, maybe uh, the guy just like wanted to be the one responsible. I guess. I don't know. When, when the priest also, uh, he leaves his cross there when he runs off. And so don't like that this. kind of plays this into it. This is not good. Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Although so did the dust of the vampire lady yes, float yes. back into the building? Okay. Exactly. Wolves. So I would say I really enjoyed the way that uh, Broom just threw that holy water in her face. She's all talking smack, and he's all like, "It just yeah." <laughs> <laughs> that oh. was really cool. Yeah, yeah. He's a badass in this, and even when we get to old Broom, um, oh, I just yeah. really like that. I, I like how I like how they hearken back mean present to his day broom. old adventures. Oh, yeah, yes. present day broom. Sound hurt? Mignola in the commentary was like, I really like that spot on his forehead. I like those parts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like that rug. It's a good rug. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez. Hey, but you're not supposed to be able to see vampires in the mirror. Yeah, but the, what's well, a ghost vampire? Yeah, it's a ghost vampire, <laughs> they're, and they're she's only in the mirror. <laughs> That's different. It's probably like you know, you the, can be one or the other. You yeah, can either exactly. be a reflection. You can either be the reflection, or you can be in person, but you can't be both. One thing I think was interesting was, uh, you know, in this series, like they're all concerned with Broom, like throughout this whole thing, and uh, they talked about how. Tad Stones was telling John Hurt, you know, this is kind of a different version of Broom. You know, he's a little warmer. And so Broom... You're missing out on some amazing comedy action here. Oh, Leechy we boy! got Leechy Boy. Yeah, yeah. Leech. It's Sydney Sid- Leech. Sydney Leech. We got uh, Mr. Leechy Clark boy. also is the guy with the eye patch. In Wake the Devil, uh, he's tragically impaled on some spikes, kind of like Cronin in the first movie. Oh, right. I love Hellboy just constantly eating throughout this scene. The monkey paw. <laughs> Leechy boy. Right. I so. love that so And they're much. just so not phased by right. any of this shit anymore that they're talking about the pastries <laughs> that they found. He thinks they're talking about like an epic mission yeah. that they went on and he's like, not the best pastries ever, ever, <laughs> e- e- everywhere. Okay, so we got Tam Tom Manning. This is Jim Cummings. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy I was talking about. 
He's great. And so I was like, oh, his voice sounds familiar. I wonder who else, if I know anything else. Yes, absolutely. It's just too he's many things like to name, but I'm going to do a couple of 400 roles or something like that. Yeah, like he's been working I love this, how uh, Liz forever. like overheats his uh, coffee. Well, he was so rude. <laughs> he was like, oh, this is cold. Didn't even ask yeah. her. Just be nice. He's like, coffee kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, um, he. I know he played Hondo in Clone Wars and Rebel. Nice. So I'm going to just do a couple of these things. Uh, he was in the original Transformers uh, series, Garbage Pail Kids movie, real Ghostbusters TV series. He was in DuckTales. Woohoo. Uh, yeah, exactly. He Winnie was, the Pooh, Tigger. He was in uh, California Raisins show, Chippendale's Rescue <laughs> yeah. Rangers. He was in, let's see what else. He's the Tasmanian Devil. Oh, yeah. And he's also Darkwing Duck. Yeah, I was going to say, he's Darkwing nice. Duck. And Darkwing Duck is a connection to Tad Stones because he worked on that show, Well, he too. was in Tailspin. He was, like, most of the voices on Tailspin. He was, uh, obviously, in Winnie the Pooh, a whole lot of different, like, incarnations of that. Just so many tiny tunes. Uh, anything you've heard of, he's been in. Yeah, so... Darkwing yeah. Duck. He was almost every voice in Darkwing Duck, also. <laughs> I was reading, um, well, actually, I was listening to the commentary. Pirates and, uh, of Dark Water. Sorry. He was... Somebody else was supposed to be Manning. And, okay. Um, and they were telling him, look, we, we're not playing this like a cartoon. We're playing this like yeah, serious. Right. And the guy could not. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And so. You know why this guy could do it? Because he was in Batman the Animated Series. Yes. And so <laughs> Tad Stones was like, hey, I know this guy. I've worked with him a ton. Let's bring him in. He's the best. So he just came in and knocked it out. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Oh, but then the guy doing Sidney Leach's voice, uh, Rob Paulson, he was Yakko and oh, wow. and Pinky. He was and Pinky, Pinky yeah. Brain. I was going to say, I, I, I also went down a huge IMDb wormhole for this guy as well. And so he, uh, man, yeah. his, his... He's got some stellar voice talent in this he show. Was in we get excited Mutant. about voice actors. He was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was in, yep. yeah, you mentioned Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain. He's he's in so much stuff. Let's see here. Yeah, I recognize <laughs> his voice from so much stuff, yeah. like just in everything. Uh, back to Jim Cummings. Let's see. SWAT Cats. Sonic oh, the shit. Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, I can't, I mean, like, seriously. I love this Aura briefing monsters. scene, like getting to see all of them. Yeah, it's good. You know, getting to see, you've got the whole team here. It's like so cool to have, you know, yeah. the super superhuman agents so to say and then you've got also like the regular guys from the comics and stuff like that how excited were you to see the lychee boys yeah oh, man, super when he walked though. onto the thing you know what i mean okay so you know how you, we just mentioned that uh rob paulson was in teenage mutant ninja turtles yes okay jim cummings was also in teenage mutant ninja turtles he was shredder <laughs> oh wow yeah like these guys worked t together on the same stuff and then uh, James Honor Taylor was in the TMNT animated film in 2007. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I like that one. He played Leonardo. Oh, yeah. He's in Captain Planet. Oh, see, he was in he's Captain like... Planet. He was in Iron Man. <laughs> he's done President Clinton in like three separate cartoons. That's amazing. He was in Gargoyles. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I saw that one, oh, too. Oh, wow. Oh, there's another weird Gargoyles He was connection. in The Tick. This guy's done everything. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. Yeah. This is so cool, the Colorado base and <laughs> everything. Good. Yeah. Oh, it looks yeah. really good. And Broom's got his own little, he's got all his special tools. He's got his own like little agenda. I think that's interesting. He doesn't like fill them in on it. 
And uh, that's classic broom, though. There was a surprise. Yeah. There was a scene earlier where they were surprised that he was coming along. Yeah, you know he doesn't normally yeah. do anything anymore. So and he's like, what has been like fifteen years or something, right? Like something like that. This guy was in. The- oh, it's Kate. I love Kate. I was. Uh, I was. We don't get that much Kate in this one. They're all together here. It's great. Yeah, I know. But this is cool. Yeah. He's got all this garlic in there. Oh, he was in the Hercules movie. He was in Bruno the Kid. Do you remember the the cartoon that they gave to Bruce Willis? Oh shit! And he was a little kid that. in the cartoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is a real thing that, that happened. Yep. Oh man! Golly, this guy has a the mask cartoon Animaniacs, of course. Superman animated series, Dexter's Lab. Jeez, that's a lot of cool stuff. Spider Man. He was also in Pinky and the Brain. He was Orson Welles in Pinky and the Brain. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, that's good. So, um, we, you know, I think something that's interesting is in the comics, whenever they do flashback scenes, they do like a sepia or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so on this, they were they played around with that idea, and they were like, you cannot sit there and watch something in just brown for no. minutes and minutes at a time. So they do a black and white fade in. That's a good whenever to, yeah. you know. But they did think about that because trying to make it like the comics and stuff. But um. But to let the viewer know, like we're transitioning to it, it's a different time period yes, now. Yes, yes. They're not also, different people. It also kind of feels a little warmer in the coloring, though. I do know? like the bit, sky, is, yeah. the way that they did that in in this scene. Uh, it's very Dave Stewart. I can't with this guy. I can't with this guy. <laughs> this is this guy's no good. Well, that's part of his character yeah. arc. Yeah. There's some big birds. Oh no. I love oh. big birds. Man. Oh, I, I think I got to mention this earlier when um she attacks them in the earlier scene and he she has that one guy up by his neck, the Right. The guy with the mustache. For a brief moment, I thought he looked like Duresco. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Good one. Oh, so I forgot to mention um, when they were on the thing, they mentioned uh, when they were doing the assignments, they mentioned the Ogopogo, and Abe was supposed to go to that mission. They decided to send Mr. Clark, but um, there was an issue where Abe actually went up against the Ogopogo. I remember that. Right. Yeah. It was Abe Sapien issue 23. We discussed it on episode 39. It's very X-Files kind of a, an issue. Wow, and 39. <laughs> in, in that exchange, Mr. Clark also mentioned Bud Waller. He's one of the other agents that was in Wake the Devil. He was killed oh. by Roger the Homunculus. Yeah. You know, we don't see him, but they mention his name. Um, I like all that. Yeah, that's super cool. Jim they- Cummings was also the lion turtle in The Legend of Korra. Oh, nice. Fun facts about Jim Cummings. Man. They they also this is a set good up shot a, of them walking into this building here. I like that. Yeah, yeah well they, done. They also set up a funny joke about you know they talked about cold spots and Hellboy was like that's yeah. usually from people just leaving the window open. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're gonna pay off that joke in this scene, which right. I, I thought was really it's funny. Good. I thought it was a funny joke. I like this guy, the Tell smarmy it? idiot, because oh, he yeah. reminds me a lot of the dude from Gargoyles yeah, who uh, was, was like gonna, that also. I was gonna say, according to IMDb, he looks a lot like Xanatos. He does look like Xanatos. Yeah, his goatee bothers me. <laughs> That's bad, actually. This character is named Oliver Trumbolt. 
But the, I couldn't find a reference to that name. I just want to... He's got a punchable face, even for an animated character. <laughs> I mean, it's not even the character that bothered me that much. It's just that stupid goatee. <laughs> Guy needs to pull his head in a little bit. Creepy ghosts. G -g 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 ghosts. <laughs> so, Rob Paulson and Jim Cummings are both going to be in uh, the new Space Jam movie, which I definitely will not be watching. Oh, God. That movie looks terrible. <laughs> looks bad, actually. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> Rob Paulson with Snow Job. Oh shit, that's awesome. <laughs> G.I. Joe. <laughs> Man, I loved the G.I. Joe back in the day. Uh Leechy Boy. You can still watch all that G.I. Joe on it's it has a YouTube channel oh, where it just streams episodes. God, that's just ridiculous. There you go. That was so good. That's great. Kind of hurt. Oh, but what I was talking about is. You think he's playing it up, trying to trying to sound old, or does he sound like that? No, uh, no I think he just. So like Tad that. Stones yeah. did say that uh, John Hurt did realize. You know, he was like, "Oh, this is a little different." You know, this yeah, is a little different. Yeah. And he took a moment and he adjusted himself. Cool. But then, um, at the at, at the end of the recording session, Tad Stones was like, "Oh, hey, uh, Selma Blair and Doug Jones, say hi." And he was like, and then he broke out of it, and he uh, out of the out of the Professor Broom voice, and Tadstones realized he had been in character the entire time. Wow! Oh wow! Yeah! Wow! And he was like, oh really? And then he just like he broke out of the Professor Broom. Wow. And he was like, oh <laughs> shit! You've been talking to me in the Professor Broom what voice the entire time. What a professional guy. Well, he, you know, you don't want to go in and out of it. You want to keep it on if you're still going to do more readings, I guess. Uh, That's we just talked. Uh, we just missed it, but they mentioned this scene. Uh, Liz goes, oh, this guy Raph Hurtado. Uh, he got um, caught in this thing. We left him there for four hours or yeah. whatever. And that's actually a, an animation artist. So there's like a little joke in there. Oh, that's that cute. That's there cute. was a guy. That's fun. And they threw his name in there. I thought that was interesting. That's fun. Um, they also mentioned how like in those Ghost Hunters shows, like a lot of it is just boring stuff like this. Like you're just setting up equipment. Oh, look at this. This is Malcolm Frost. Oh, right. Look at that right there. Lobster in uh, the shadows. Lobster. It's the fucking lobster. But I like how I they hearken that. back to Aww. this opening scene. That's so cool. Cute. They did that in black and white, but it was a brief, you know, yeah. they weren't going to linger on that for minutes, but that was so great. Uh oh, statues are crying. Jeez. Uh. Gross, gross. <laughs> <laughs> no. Check for plumbing. How would you? That was good. Awful. Oh. Ugh, a so, bleeding ghost. You know, um, not very know convenient. For Tad, a lot of lint, white yeah. linen around. Tad yeah. Stones mentioned that Leechy Boy is uh, Sydney Leech is supposed to be the point of view character for the audience. I was like, sure. why didn't they just use him in the movie yeah. instead of Myers? That's such a great idea I for the that, point of view. Uh, character. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a guy. It's a, it's his first on the field job. Real missed opportunity. And he's got just like one specific skill, but he's mostly. You a know human. why they didn't use it? He's too cool. He was too cool. They wanted a total <laughs> super nerd. 
<laughs> an annoying would have been asshole so nerd. Cool to have him instead, instead of John of, Myers. Yeah, instead of a yeah. likable. I still character. like uh, Rupert Everett as Myers, but yeah, it would have been cool to have Sidney Leach. I mean, it's nothing against the Just have a scene itself, or two yeah. where he actually uses his powers, but for the most part, he's just a guy with a gun. Just a guy. You know. That would have been cool. Instead of somebody they were trying to be like, hey, he's going to be the next Professor Broom. Yeah. But nobody likes him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Just, just Rodimus Prime it. Oh, oh no. Hey, I actually liked Rodimus Prime back in the day. All right. <laughs> I liked Hot Rod better, but whatever. I like this cool. I think some of the spooky stuff they do really works. This and, is good, uh, yeah. It I, works. I like this, and I think it's the animation spooky. is really well done yeah. in this whole kitchen scene. I like how this doesn't phase him. He's just like, all right. <laughs> so the spinning knives, okay. That's great. Mm, blood on the floor, right? This Skellingtons. is cool. Yeah, I like that's this. Creepy as hell. That's a very Mignola shot. Yeah. Right there. There are moments where it's just kind of slow like this, and I wonder if Which they're I trying love. to... I love. You know, uh, you the can't pacing. have the mood shots or whatever, so yeah. you kind of have... I think, uh, for the most part, it works. There's only a couple moments where I feel like, you know, you could have kind of... But again, this is kind of a thing where if this had gone on, this would have been a, oh, they were finding their footing kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that having those those drawn-out moments to let the moments breathe is cool, but I think uh, finding out where they're really most quick. effective, yeah, finding where they're most effective is is also a good thing. Yeah. To do. Well, this one, this one feels I don't know to me like what I what the other one feels like more like short stories all jumped together. Like it would have been cut up to five different episodes or something like sure, that. Sure. Right. But this one just feels kind of more like a, a cohesive flowing. Good. Story. No, and I like yeah, yeah. like a, having a, a sh- an animated short film, I guess. Yeah. You know, is it's it's good. Like. Even as a pilot, I think. Too. Oh yeah, no, like, I agree. Because I mean, it's like what only an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, long or yeah, it's not I, bad. I, I do think that this one is more. They're on their footing. The last one did feel like a bunch of little vignettes that they kind of strung together. You know, they had to add that Abe and Liz adventure right. onto it. So oh, but that was like one this of the fucking best guy. Stuff. This yeah. fucking guy. But this is more like they're all together. It's more like you know they had it outlined from the beginning. They did yeah. have to add on that scene uh, that we talked about in, in the beginning where they're in all the sewer sure. pee and poop. <laughs> Some snacks. So I mentioned earlier that Rob Paulson was in uh, G.I. Joe. He's also in Jim and the Transformers. Hi. Like the original shows. And he was also in DuckTales. So those guys have worked together like their whole careers. So I've been like hearing these guys my whole life because I watched yeah. all of those yes. shows. Yes, he was yeah. in Denver the Last Dinosaur. I did not watch that one. <laughs> That was wow. after my time. Dino Riders. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's a lot. I don't think that show ever came on where I was, but I remember watching the commercials. So, um, Tadstones and Victor Cook, they mentioned like uh, they didn't have a lot of uh, designs for these ghosts. They just had like a handful of them. So they told the animators, they said, hey, uh, mix and match the hair oh, and the I clothes. Oh, I see. Okay. And then they didn't do oh. it. Oh, no. So he said if you, there's a lot of scenes where there's it. twins. Dang. Where they are actually like the same. Can you imagine? Because they only had like five or six different ones. Yeah, and then uh, the guy would be like, okay, so make sure you do this. And he'd be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. We're not going to. But Fuck they, you. But, but to the credit, you know, they said like different people animated different scenes. Like they were like, oh, whoever did this kitchen scene was amazing. Sure. Well, you get the you A team, the I mean? B team. And stuff like Occasionally that. Occasionally so there's a C team. I think, you yeah. know, you, you don't know what you're going to get. Right. And uh, they weren't very established. 
So it was just kind of like, sure, however, sure. on the communication style, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. So, although that seems like a big thing to overlook. <laughs> um, so Broom this. is going to, he's going to say something in Latin right here. He says, uh, uh, I keep my God bringing the peace herself. Or something like that in huh. Latin. Yeah. I like how he says the ghost were frightened. You know? <laughs> These guys were in like almost every show together. All the Ninja Turtles and everything. Like, I wonder if they were like, "Hey, this is awesome. Let's all Oh, okay, I do want to talk about these Gargoyles. names here." Oh. So, uh th- we're going to see some three uh some different names on the ground here on the sigil, which I think is a nice little like tribute, you know, we see sigils and a lot of stuff like that on their missions in the BPRD or dog here. That's a shape-shifting demonic creature. Cool. Uh, it said Banya for which I couldn't find a reference to that. And then Polko, that's Hungarian for hell. Cool. So um, those are actually like, I like that they actually pulled stuff, you know. Like it goes, ah, the Hungarian blood countess, of course. <laughs> for a second, I thought I was looking at the other guy's IMDb by accident. Like I'm just rereading it, but no, like. Their IMDb pages look almost exactly the same. That's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty interesting. I, they like worked on all these shows together. I would love to sit them both down and talk to them both at once and be like, tell me about all of this stuff. Like, right. I don't know. That would be so interesting to, to listen to them talk about that. That's wild. They're doing a good job. You know, they're not voice actors, but I think they're doing a good job with it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I agree. You know, some of the they, you know, some of it crossed over, I guess. Their acting skills. I mean, it is different. Like we've talked about voice actors, it's a different set of skills, but I think they're doing great. Oh no, he has all the stuff. He has bring all that crap over here. The Iron Maiden. I like how they keep showing it. Oh yeah. Oh, this guy was in Kim Possible. Nice. Um in the commentary, Mignola was like, Oh, I really like that Hecate and Tad Stones was like, That's an actual thing. We actually found that, you know. Oh, cool. Oh nice. That's an actual relief from someone. That's awesome. And Mignola was like, Ah, I didn't see that in any of my research. I would have used it. Dang. That's surprising that someone would have got to a relief of Hecate that he had not seen. Right. Did we mention that they say that different? Oh, right. Okay, so they say Hecate in this animated feature. Yeah. And um, and in the commentary, Mignola and Tad Stones also say Hecate, mm. which I thought was interesting. I think it's okay. Hecate, though. I guess, uh, you know, you can say it however you want. Pronunciation corner, mm, you well, know, and stuff like that. We we did discuss. We did have a the, thing, yeah, uh, Like, we? in episode, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. In the first 20. <laughs> yeah, I like that gag early, where he she? thinks that that's her, but it's the wax statue. That was a good gag. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Why would Hellboy do that? It's made out of wax. Isn't that the old priest? Oh, is it? That is him, yes. Oh, spoilers, everybody. 
if you're watching this for the first time while listening to us <laughs> talk about it. Why would you do it? that to yourself? Why would you? Yeah, we should. <laughs> I think it's fine. This thing has been out for a couple years. I, can I? Like, so the the uh, person doing the voice for uh, Hecate, though, she's done a lot of stuff. Cree Summer. Yes, yeah. she uh, was the princess uh, in uh, the Atlantis animated yeah. thing, which Mignola works which Mignola on. Yeah, worked great on. job, yeah. Danielle. That's awesome. And uh, she's been in a lot of stuff. She was the original Penny she, in Inspector yes, Gadget. Yes, Inspector Gadget. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. She's been in a lot of stuff too. A lot of kids stuff. A lot of kids cartoons. I think it's cool that they pulled a lot of like veteran, yeah, you know, voice actors rather than just like more celebrities and stuff like that. You know, you've got Perry Gelpin coming in for Kate, but I think the the voices that they added in this feature really uh just lend a lot of weight obviously like danielle's been mentioning they have a huge back catalog of experience i couldn't believe how far i was scrolling on some of this stuff and, and it's, it's oh, yeah. we've heard their voices all throughout our yeah. lives on all this different stuff so it's it they'd be hard to miss and tad stones is also a veteran you know he worked on darkwing duck so I think you keep talking about, like, who is this for? Like, I think it's interesting that you mention all this because you've got all these old school people. This is for us. And this it's is kind of like, and this is like old school kind of animation style, old school yeah. voice actors, but it's Hellboy and it's blood and it's violence and it's kind of like, yeah, it is. It's for, it's us. for us. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's exactly for us. <laughs> it's at the intersection of, of us. But yeah, that's... um. This is some intense stuff here. Yeah. Ugh. Get out of my face. So, yeah, it's showing us how the priest loses his faith. The wolves here. I like that. I got the blue eyes. Very cool. I do also like how like they show a lot of the um, more intense stuff. They actually don't show it. They always cut it. Yeah, away. I think right. that's uh, pretty effective. That's good. Malcolm, or no, not uh, what's this guy's name? Forgot. Trumbolt. Trumbolt. Yeah, with Aubrey's favorite facial hair. God, he looks like he stuck his chin in a pencil sharpener. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Sean Galloway was like, "Yeah, this will piss people off. This people will make this people will, this will let people know that he's a bad guy." She she did some voices for the Brutal Legend video game. Oh, nice, yeah, that's man! Rad. I fucking love that. She that's did a, a voice God, in Diablo three. She was Ariel in Diablo three. He looks like he's pointing to, with his chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I like it that he's like the science guy too, or he's also the computer guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Leechy boy. It's so great to have these characters in the feature. It really is good to see them. I was, I was, I was psyched. When I was watching this last night, I was just like, why couldn't they, Make the last movie kind of more like this. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it had to be the same story or anything, but just a little. Oh, bit. I like this little moment. Did you see yeah. that where they hold hands and stuff yeah. like that? It's, nice. it's not really like 
you know it sure yeah they're it's more like brother sister you know what i mean like hey we care about the same thing here you know right here we get the oh, harpies. harpies um so harpies were featured in wake the devil and here they're uh they've got little the little hands and i guess when they open their wings the hands are on the end of their wings so yeah. i guess there it's all folded in right now it's kind of an interesting design. It's a little different from what we see in the comic. Yeah. This is cool. I like that. One of these harpies did the voice of um, RC in the trans Michael Bay Transformer oh, cool. okay. and the Bumblebee movie. Right on. Oh, wow. So um, this makes me think of they always have parties for That's Hecate. Cool looking. They always have like a witch party they where they're do. trying to summon they Hecate. Some, they have parties for Hecate. Yeah, that's happened in a couple of the comics. Makes me think of Darkness Calls, also BPRD Vampire. Yeah. Which we talked about on episode 38. Oh, yeah. The other harpy was the bus driver in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Nice. Good pull there, Aubrey. We got an all star cast here, man. Yeah. These people have tons of experience Chris doing Summer this. Summer did voices in Batman Beyond. Ooh. Good stuff. She was Tigress and Max. This does look funny, though, as they're, yeah. wa- as they're walking down the street. It's kind of like, wait a minute. You got the. What is this? <laughs> Come happening? on, this is. Um, Mike Mignola said, "I want Dark Horse to make salt shakers out of those right there." <laughs> oh my gosh, that in would the, be awesome! In the commentary, oh, so man. I think he was kind of poking fun as the, at those designs. How about uh, Skeleton Crew? Get on that. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, she was also in Bruno the Kid, The Mask. What's going on here? They all work together. She was in Pinky and the Brain. What's going on here? I wonder here? if they just like if they're just like a group all together. I wonder. And they're just like, they're hey, just like, you know, you, can you hire get us all of as us. A team, yeah. You get all of us. Or if they're like, hey, I'm working on this thing. I recommend you hire her because she's good too. Yeah. yeah. You know that might be. A or thing. it's Maybe just Tad the... Stones. I mean, he's also hey. in that groups too. So oh, yeah, he's he like, probably, hey, he's probably he was working. In gargoyles. All of what is going on? He's just calling all his friends and telling them to come over. Wow, yeah, that is that is so interesting. He's like, hey, all my friends come over. Let's have a party. Let's yeah. have a Hellboy party. And that's kind of like what we're doing right here. Having we're a having Hellboy a Hellboy party. party. We Let's are. do it. I hope you're having your own Hellboy party. We got some wolves. Cool stuff. She was in the Ewoks TV show. She was in droids. Oh, nice. Wow. Those are both streaming on Disney Plus now. <laughs> wow. I'll never watch them. Oh, God, why would you? No. <laughs> no. Oh, look at that. Jeez, that Ooh. is... Bloody crib. No, like, I mean, fu- come no. on. Yeah. That's like, Horrible. wow. Pretty amazing they were able to get away with that. Well, I mean, it's it was... like you said, this is for this, this is I mean, for us now. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 like, uh, it first aired on like Cartoon Network, right? So Yes. And then it was like on the DVD. Yeah, thank you for that, Aubrey. Uh it was written by Tad Stones and Mike Mignola. It aired on Cartoon Network on March 10th, 20, 2007, and it was released on DVD on June 12th, 2007. And it's called Blood and Iron. This is uh, from a speech by Otto, bon- Otto von Bismarck in 1862. Not through speeches and majority decisions will the great questions of the day will be decided, but by blood and iron. Ooh. That's where that comes from. Don't like that. I know, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, she was like, "Oh, you 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 don't look any older than my sister." And yeah, she's like, your, your older sister. Yeah. Really, you think I look that old? Like yeah. she's so. Pissed. I love that joke. That was even great. though her older sister is probably a very young yeah woman or a young girl. That like, was a great yeah. Right? That is that was incredible. <laughs> Such a bitch. Oh no, she's not in the mirror. So let me get this straight. Vampires don't appear in mirrors, but ghosts of vampires do. No, no, no. Again, you can be (laughs) one or the other. You can be standing in front of the mirror or you can be the reflection. You cannot have both of the Uh, things. I see. A wolf. What are these wolves with the glowing eyes here? Uh, Oh, that's Bob. The other one's Larry. <laughs> what are they doing though? What are they? What are they up to? Uh, they're part of the whole. Uh, they're with the harpies and um, Urzabet. Okay. Aww. <laughs> uh, there is this like through line where they're all very concerned about Broom and right. they don't feel comfortable with him being there, which yeah. I think is really cute. That's yeah. Beachy boy. <laughs> uh oh! I love how Cindy's like that's blood. Yeah, we puts know. Puts his glasses we up know, to buddy. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, is this where he gets to use his powers? Yeah. Nice. I like how they give him the same power, human metal detector. They're like, yeah, we'll keep that. <laughs> right. Oh, man. At least That's he's a- not a psychic. <laughs> That's a great joke. And that's also, it carries over from the last cartoon. They really are trying to build, you know, a universe. I guess if they had done more, there would be more jokes about psychics. Yeah. I like a, uh, I like a Beetlejuice store. Yeah. It was like a like one of those that. secret passages in um, the video game Clue, or oh, okay. not the video game, the board game. Okay, <laughs> fucking gonna read. I'm sure there's joke. a video game about it too, Aubrey. Yeah, and I honestly was thinking about. <laughs> He's like, movie. I found He's it. He's so upset that he found it. He's like, yeah, it's that right was a here. great delivery. It's good on that. Ooh. That really was. Jeez. Man. This guy's having a real rough go of it. He's having a hard time. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I really like good. how much they give uh, Broom to do in this movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, they really make him like a a main character, both within the flashbacks and in the actual, you know, mission. Yeah. <laughs> Old guys going on one last mission. Here we go. Oh, he gives him the crossbow. That's what he left behind. <laughs> well, th- he left behind his faith. So now this is like a chance for him to like get his faith back. Mm, yeah. Okay. He's crying. He's so Aww. happy that somebody was nice to him. 
But oh no, something terrible is going to happen now. <laughs> for you some good lighting, some good lighting there. Yeah, I like how they did These that. These guys are some little little troll, little troll people. Oh, that's cool. Oh, no. little sigil, yeah. That looks sigil. super cool. Yeah, it's good effects. There. And then the little carving of the thing kind of remi- kind of reminds me of Darkness Calls. Right. You know, they have the carving. Oh no, oh, yeah. he turned into something. Well, and the way that they were. Everywhere they carved it turned all yeah. glowy. It reminds mm-hmm. me of when people would write the sigils in yeah. the air. Yeah, we saw Edward Gray oh, do yeah. that yeah. and Strobel, I think, Rasputin also. The the I almost said the shots of Edward Gray. The panels of Edward Gray where he's writing those sigils, some of my favorite artwork. That's some of oh, the best. Yeah, stuff yeah some of my ever. favorite panels. Yeah. From Hellboy in Hell. Yeah. That's the stuff you're referencing. Ooh, really good. Had this kept going, do you think they would have like had flashback to the Witchfinder days? Amen. Oh, can you imagine yeah. uh, animated to awesome. Sir Edward Gray? God. Man. Man. Uh, you think we'll ever get more Hellboy animated? Do you think I we'll don't ever know. get more I, I think that... You think we'll depends. Get some, I, I think that'll be the next media if they, we ever get anything. I was going to say, um, wouldn't it be like the right time to do something like a Lobster Johnson or a yeah, Witchfinder yeah. or a... Well, I do want to talk about that a little bit more. We saw Lobster Johnson in that flashback and then... Um, I, I'll come back around to that. Oh, okay. You know, uh, but I did want to mention the priest here. I have to throw out this trivia. He recited Joshua one nine from the Bible. That was that little line that he said there. Oh, okay. Um, so I, right. I did want to mention that. Um, okay. No, but, but so you could do like a Hellboy animated I was actually, series. I was. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I cut you off. I was. I was actually watching this last night. I was thinking, man, wouldn't it be great to see a Hellboy animated film done by the same team that did Into the Spider Verse? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, uh, you know, you do Hellboy animated. Have another crack at it. Give it another go, and then you could do, you know, like the yeah, sure, the main Hellboy like storyline or whatever. You could do it properly. You could have the uh, the whole, you know, Hecate and all this stuff, and then whatever uh, with the um, mm-hmm. what's her face, the Blood Queen. Nimue. Yeah. Yeah. And all the stuff you could do all that Hellboy and Hell whatever. But you could also have like intermittently. You could have. You know, like your lobster Johnson appearance, a little short, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, something like do. that. You could do all the cool stuff, like ah, uh, imagine how cool. Do some of the BPRD Hell on Earth stuff. Uh, yeah. So this wolf right here kind of reminds me of Grenier from Wolf of uh, Saint yeah. August because he's got the long hair, yeah. Oh yeah, you know, and stuff like that. Um, As for animation style, what would I want to see? Well, because like um. The guys who did Into the Spider Verse also did that new um, one on Netflix, The Mitchells versus the Machine. Oh, okay, I haven't seen that. Oh, that's so good. It's just kind of like it's it's I don't know. It's kind of bold and dynamic, and okay. I like it. You know, yeah, it was good in the. I did see the Spider Verse movie, and I, yeah. I did like it for that. Yeah. That particular style went well with the story they were telling. This guy is not so much a werewolf, though. He's more of a wolf man's. Yeah, yeah, he is kind of a wolf man's because. Even in Wolves of St. August, he turns into a wolf. He turns into a wolf proper. Here he still yeah. has like the long hair of the man. He's got the face of a man. Yeah. He's got a, yeah. So he's kind of a wolf man's and not so Boom. much a werewolf. Boom. That's pretty good. I like how Abe gets in there too. Yeah, Ooh. he gets in there. Jeez. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was great delivery by Ron Perlman, man. He is killing it. He really is Ooh. doing a great job. the voice acting on yeah. this. Oh no, the witches are taking Abe. I like how you just see Fucking his feet going geez. through like oh, this is so funny. Messed up. I do like the this design. It's very gargoyles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so I was gonna say, um uh I think in a comment somewhere Mark Tweedale said 
he would love to see this stuff done in the vein of like Kubo and the two strings, like the stop huh. motion animation and stuff like that. Okay. Hmm. That would be amazing. I think that would be a really cool direction no. to do this. I would still like to keep it pure animation, but I would love to see more of like the Korra studio. Oh, okay. Or the, you know, okay. the, the Avatar... Nice. Last Airbender Korra studio. Animation, they did. Man. That's some of the best animation and I've ever seen. And it goes along seen. with this. Yeah, I could see I, them yeah, slightly tweaking this to absolutely. that kind of style. I mean, that's some of the best animation I think I've ever seen. And I, I really loved that was that was some excellent storytelling. I would give it to them, man. That would be that would be amazing. Yeah. I would love well, to see that. Oh, so if you want to do like cell shaded animation, I'd go that way. If you want to do like CGI or sure. something like that, that would be, be yeah. 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 I want to talk about this scene, how it's all red. They talked about they just made it red. Just fucking make it red. There's no red light. It's just like, and they do that in the comics. Yeah. yeah. Well, who does that in the comics? Dave Stewart Dave does. Stewart yeah, does where a comics. scene will they just like, be Ooh. orange or it'll just be red while there's a huge fight going on. And like, like I think Dave it is Dave Stewart so gets cool. a million awards every year. We better better keep keep up with that. And yeah. Maybe, maybe take a page out of that guy's book. Yeah. It really it it, breaks it effective. up, too. It's effective. Ooh. It keeps it from being boring. And yeah. Well, it's intense. You feel the intensity. Stabbing them with some ant lowers. Jeez. Yeah. So like when when uh, when it shows it red, you know, I, they, that's the first thing I thought of was the way they do it in the comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cool. And then it, the fire goes out at the same time, and the red goes away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> man. Oh man, that's great. What is he, Magneto? <laughs> but he was holding on to it the entire time while well, he never opened yeah. his hand while he was a werewolf um so yeah well he was a what werewolf yeah, he was a wolf man's <laughs> wolf man's oh yeah that's right so yeah <laughs> has liz ever done already. this oh wait she does this in um when they go underground at the end of king of fear oh yeah when she, she has oh, the fireball yeah. and she's leading them i was like thinking that's kind of a weird power but was she it definitely floating does in front of her though Yes, it was, but like they hadn't done it yet. Ah, okay. And in the commentary, Mignola thought it was weird, so I wonder if he went on and took that interesting, idea. Interesting. Because oh. in the commentary, he's like, what is this? The fireball or whatever. Right. Well, they were like, well, she's a fire person. She can do that, right? And but he was then like, years I don't know, later, I they're going to use it in the comic. That's interesting. Mm, yeah. Very cool. Like these wolves. Yeah, so these wolves make me think of Wolves of St. August. Yeah. Make, you know, it has oh, that yeah. kind of imagery. I think there were also wolves in Wake the Devil. Don't shoot a wolf. Come on. Well, I mean, to be fair, these are like demon wolves or something. Yeah, mm. they're like uh They're not they're not actually endangered wolves. Yes, please don't shoot don't real wolves. Don't shoot wolves. wolves. <laughs> I don't like to see animals get hurt in shows. I don't like that. I'm not a fan. They're going to the party. <laughs> they're all going yes. to the party for heck they're gonna get in their tuxes the they gotta they gotta get ready <laughs> oh right <laughs> we just talked about some dapper werewolves yeah um, they gotta make about... sure their hair is perfect yeah so i thought this was pretty bold to have this design you know because she's basically like a naked old Jeez. witch or whatever and uh you know they uh in the commentary they said uh you know they asked for it and then he gave them a little too much and they said ah oh, that's too much <laughs> We can't show all that, so is, scale it back a little bit. Uh, what are you talking about, like nipples? Probably. I don't know. All they right. didn't specifically say. I like how um, Liz is like, stand back. It was about to torture, and then all of a sudden she turns, she's right there. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was 
creepy. Yeah. Ooh, good one, Hellboy. She's basically just like a mummy at this yeah, point. Yeah. So it's kind of like there's really nothing to look at. I do love how they incorporate all this. God is Hecate. Oh, here's Hellboy falling through the ground, oh, yeah. which he does all the time in a the lot. comics. He does that a lot. All the time, yes. Jeez. This is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Big jumps. Okay, so I think this is the part that you're talking about. And Tad Stones, he said that he got a lot of notes on this, and he put his foot down, and he said, We're doing this it. Is, this is the point where everybody, all hope has been lost, and I want to take a moment to you know, oh, reflect geez. on this before we go on to the next scene. But it does kind of yeah. slow. Is this the part that you were talking about? No. It wasn't, but I actually think this is good storytelling. Yeah. I think this is good storytelling. I think it's all right. So this uh, choir, there's like a choir. He's treating it like it's a movie. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Christopher Drake is doing like the spooky choir in the background. That's actually a synthesizers. It's, it's good. There's no actual human voices. Something about this very yeah. anime at this moment. Yeah. It's very, you know, they're taking a it moment. It slows down it's for fine. a moment. I think it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. it's good to do. I think the animation on um, Broom's head is, you know, a little off for me, but uh, but the scene itself is pretty cool. Yeah, these designs uh, are awesome here. These these skeletons, ghosts. Oh, so I forgot to mention we're going to see it again skeleton. in a little bit. Mariola. Um, it is. Yeah, we saw Abe chained up. You know, he gets chained up by the monkey in Box Full of Evil. Oh, right. And yeah. then he goes on to break out of the chains and hit the monkey with the chains, and he's going to kind of do something here, too. So that is kind of a, a nice tribute to that comic. The stuff I was talking about wasn't so much um, any particular moment. Just it wasn't there wasn't any there weren't any moments in particular I was really thinking of just kind of in general of like, OK, we can kind of, you know, come oh, on, okay. let's go a little bit. So this reminded me of the black goddess statue head. Uh, we're going to see it in a second right there. Oh, yeah. It kind of looks like it, nice. but it doesn't really look like it, but it kind of does look Aren't like it. Aren't they in some place similar in the movie? Kind of, It kind of yeah. looks like this, doesn't and it? And then, the um, well, in the Wake the Devil comic where Hellboy first meets Hecate, it's Whoa. almost this exact scene. Um, he even says... A lot uh, of, of nippleless boobs going yeah. on. Yeah. A lot of no nipples on these boobs. There's a line right here that is straight from the comic. Um, he says, I'll cut you some slack since you're a mythological being or something like that. That's <laughs> nice. from Wake the Devil. That's good. I like that. She's got some tone, some some tone to her arms there. Yeah. I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah. But this is, uh, you know, there's this encounter is exactly from the comic, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> Yeah. Trace. Very cool. Ooh. Yeah, this is cool. I take this. Uh! So, um, I thought it was Jeez. the commentary is interesting because Victor Cook and Tad Stones, they're also critical, and they point out what they don't like. Sure. Which I think is kind of bold. You know what I mean? And uh, I think it's super normal for and, anyone who does anything creative whatsoever. And and they were saying that they did not. This was they felt this was one of the weaker scenes because they felt like the snakes didn't have weight. Okay. Um, they didn't have enough weight as they were fighting, so they were like, "Oh, we wish the kitchen guy had done this scene." You huh. know, the guy that did the kitchen scene. Right. We wish he had done this one or whatever. You know. Um, but I think this is a great scene. I like uh, Hellboy fighting off all these snakes. It's too much like of it that. already. I'm done with this now. 
The, there, you you showed it already. You showed the snakes fighting. There's it's too a, much of it. There's a part coming up that I I absolutely love. Oh yes, I do want to talk. There is yeah. a great part coming up. All this sister, yes, sister. Oh, so look cut at this. this all out. Uh, he's bloody right here. Yeah, he's got the A blood, purple blood. Um, we can see all his scars, and then now he has no scars. Yeah. Well, a little continuity. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. A healing factor. And, <laughs> Maybe. And uh, amazing tailor skills. Yes. And the animators couldn't be bothered with it. They but that's where he broke fired. out of the thing. Yeah. Now we get to see the harpies at their full, you know. Harpiness? Yeah. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known. So in um in the Wake the Devil comic, there's a point where they grab Hellboy and take him up in the air. So I thought it was just kind of interesting. They take a lot of the different elements yeah. and mix them in here. And I think it works, you know. I think See, that like this, this though, yeah. for me, I've had enough of this, too. This scene is like, all right, I get it. He's fighting the harpies. <laughs> See, I want to I want to say there's a similar shot just like that, but it's Hellboy. Okay. And Wake the Devil. And then he, like, crashes through, like, a crypt or something like that. Now he's got all the scars he's again. He's got scars back. Jeez. That looked pretty extreme, man. Yeah, that was intense. Good animation there, too, on the reaction. Jeez. Yeah, a lot of artists are, are, you know, people in any creative field, I think most of the time... all they can see are the right. the flaws that almost nobody else would ever notice oh, well, unless you were really looking to for that specific thing. So I feel like... <laughs> One thing that I think is also funny about the commentary, if you have a chance to listen to it, I think it's worth it. Mignola's on there. Mignola keeps saying, oh, we should have done this. Yeah. Oh, we should have done that. Ooh. He brings up all these like different things... Uh, different that, scenarios. I mean, obviously that they can't do anymore, but it, I think it's funny that... Yeah constantly he's just trying to improve and a lot of, yeah i mean if you're yeah. if you're worth your salt i mean if you're worth this is some great and i i know i don't like seeing cool. animations hurt animals hurt but uh no no they're demon animal, yeah but animal that was a form. cool effect <laughs> they're demons and animal f- that they disguise themselves to look like animals yes. which is not cool to do yeah, don't to do pray, that to prey on you know our, our gullibility uh, there you go yeah. okay <laughs> she's like this time on i'm okay so it's kind of like also continuity wise from the sure, last movie yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. No, but the animation in that scene was super cool. Ugh. Impressed with the way that they've animated the fire as yeah. well. Sometimes yeah. that can be hit or miss. They talked about like the fine line of aging someone. Yeah, like, yeah. Just one or two lines adds like 20 or yeah, 30 years to absolutely. a character. So. Yeah. The differences between the old broom and the and, and the, the young mummy. Broom. <laughs> no, no. No, but I yeah. Ugh. She's. <laughs> I mean. And I you. Yeah, because you're so gross. You so they they talked about this scene where uh, you know she gets covered in the blood. And then she kind of starts to turn young, but then the blood also covers her. You know what I mean? Oh, and, right, uh, like right. It, it's like she's putting on a uh, blood suit. Yeah. Mignola was like, oh, we should have made her come out with a blood dress. Ah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. But then Tad Stones was like, oh, but he's tainted the blood, you know, with the 
spoiler, you know, we're yeah. going to find out that he's tainted with the holy water. So I don't know if that would have been a naked lady worked. covered in blood. Yeah. It still would have looked cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, did he put like garlic in there? No, just no. like last time. Remember, he had the flask with the holy water. The holy water, in yep. the, yeah. yeah okay. So he's put she's the holy like, water in there. Uh, my, my contribution to your bath, man. <laughs> That's pretty baller. He, prob- like, he probably did it like right back. Oh, she's gonna need this. You think Here's if that would holy water? You would right think you would think that if if that were one of the only things that could destroy you, you would be like on the lookout for shit like that. You would have your you would wolves, have someone guarding you know. your bloodbath. To like, make well, sure that doesn't like, happen. What was our harpy friends doing? Oh, so this is awesome. We get the little action moment. He's such That's a right. badass. Yeah. He doesn't flinch Not at all, or yeah. anything. He's just like, I'm just going to watch this thing die. I'm sure that smells awful, too. Yeah, probably oh, real bad. It's just like, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's just burning away in front of me. He doesn't even blink his eyes. It's good. <laughs> this is so called badass. Mm-hmm. That's hardcore. I thought that was great. They gave him like an action moment here at the end. You know that sheds a lot of light. Like, imagine if that's your dad. Nothing's phasing this guy. Yeah, like, yeah. that would be rough. So here's where we're gonna see some twins because they didn't break them off Princess enough. Princess Leia. Oh yeah, we got Prin- That's supposed to be Anna. That's the one from the beginning of the movie. There she is again. Oh no, that's Anna. I'm sorry. See, some of these yeah. are, they really are. Oh, animation exactly the same. You see that? Well, you wouldn't have noticed if they didn't disappear them at the same time as well. Yeah, disappear yeah. Disappear them at different intervals. Yeah. Just be like, no, no, no these were twins. The The village had a whole shitload of twins. Yeah, yeah it was just like it a was weird just a, the genetic anomaly. Yeah. yeah. That, that kind of stuff happens, I think. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Oh, jeez. Oh, this is great. Yeah, this is this awesome. moment Jeez. works. Look. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no. I think these I think this moment works where he's fighting these snakes like uh, Yeah. He just gets this one and he just like throws it. Then there's another comical thing. You know the thing. foley is good. Yes. Oh, that's this. what they, That's what they said in the commentary. They said the the sound effects sell it. Yeah. And they make it better. Well, you know, that's something if it's bad. I like how it just slides down yeah. back into the <laughs> This is great. If the foley for a show like this is bad, you notice it immediately and right. you're like this is an awful show. But if the foley is really good, you don't notice it unless you're like all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, should I be listening to see if the foley is good?" And it's fucking great. Oh, this is amazing. It's really good. So this uh. is um, this is Sean Galloway's version. You know, he added some spikes to yeah, her back and spikes. to her arms mm-hmm. and stuff like that. To make it more extreme. Yeah. And so as this scene goes on, she's getting bigger and bigger. Right. So every time they cut to her, she's like a little bigger. Sure. Jeez. Yeah, I think all this really works. Yeah, it's good. And the director, Victor Cook. <laughs> I don't know. I found that really funny when he did Oh, because it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what are you saying? Sorry, the director, Victor Cook, he said, uh, there's a part in where Hellboy's going to run away. And he was like, that he he said he didn't like that. But I think you would get scared Sometimes if this giant away, thing yeah. was it's made of metal <laughs> it's coming after you you know and it's getting bigger and bigger but as no, the I mean, fight if, goes on but no i mean i can on. see his point like if he's the hero of this yeah. story yeah. you only get so much time to present him and they're on a deadline, a too, where yeah. sometimes no matter what they get like that's it you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like that's the way that the cartoon's going to look 
Yeah, I think this is pretty epic to get this giant Iron Jeez. Maiden. She's just like tenderizing him up here. For real. <laughs> oh, I love this moment. They're psyched. They're they're pumped. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh. That's pretty great. Yeah. Jeez. Those little comedic they add something to the character. Yeah. You they know, really of do. this character, this version of Hecate or Hecate. Golly. You know. I like that. I mean, Ooh. look how big she is here. You would you would run away for a little bit. Yeah, you would run away for a little bit. <laughs> right. You got to form a plan. You can't just, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love, I think this super works. The it tiny, does. It this absolutely little tunnel does. makes it really scary. Great. I love how he just crashes through the thing like that. Ooh, I know. It reminds me of when Captain America is just like bursting yes. through walls and stuff <laughs> like that, you know? Oh, man. I like the weird sound that it makes when she's moving around. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> this ends now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, in the commentary, Tad Stones mentioned that Christopher Drake, the composer, said, Hellboy says that says that line twice. I'm sure. So oh, wow. it actually, the fight isn't over. It's not. He's going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of that type of shit. It's not good dialogue. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> As we all know, that's that's how you get computers to work. Right. Just yeah. start jamming at a button. Just yell at it and hit a key a lot of times. A lot of yeah, metal. No That's shit. great. You... <laughs> uh. Whoa. This is great. Ooh. I love that. Just cutting a swath through this library. <laughs> Priceless antiquities and first editions. Are you sure about that? I mean, that, that one guy's paste. place. He may oh, have got Trumbull. replicas. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, he was going to turn into a museum, so maybe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought he was going to turn into a tourist. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, no. Oh, no. Lychee boy. Watch out. Oh, Liz yeah. saved him. Firepower is... We're a team. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork? The little orbs, fire orbs. Oh man! Ooh. But isn't he fireproof? Yeah, but it so probably would still that hurt hurts. Him? Why would it that hurt? Still him? hurts. Remember on the movie, he touches a horn and he goes. Oh, Ow. and it's yeah, that's true. <laughs> but then there are times where he's being burned up, and it's it's not hurting him at all. I don't like know. The we... whole time he was making out with yeah. Liz at the end of the first film. <laughs> oh, that's right. Inconsistencies. Huh. So they also mentioned on the commentary, like, it's supposed to be like he can't lift it, but it yeah. almost looks like he's scared. Yeah. And they're like, it's not supposed to look like he's scared. It's supposed to look like it's too heavy for him to it hold. It looks like he's just scared. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was interesting how they pointed out what they this did. This is going like. on for far yeah. too long. This is too much of this already. That was a great shot, though. <laughs> this has been it feels like this has been going on forever. Uh, 
I'll say, but I like this. I like I like fight scenes that go on a decent amount of time. I'm not <laughs> a fan of that at all. I guess it depends on the animation, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. like okay, yeah. like I hate to keep harping on this, but yeah. in Korra, those were genuinely, sincerely engaging yeah. fight scenes because okay. it was really like well choreographed and actually looked. Like well, that, something that's probably like a this good, doesn't look like it's, it's just crashing like a, and bashing about probably like, like a good okay. 10 years though after no this, exactly so, sure yeah. i'm not trying to compare the two i just mean i can i can tolerate it if it's actually good stuff like this i'm just like all right i'm had enough of this i'm just kind of zoned out in movies too not even just in animation like in movies if a fight scene is just like we're fighting around i'm like okay right who cares that's gotta hurt yeah, that was like a big old like post. That was po- a lot, yeah. Fence post, big <laughs> post fence. <laughs> now okay. she's the giant Hecate. Okay. I got ghost snakes in my yeah. hair. Ugh. And they also said like Sean Galloway did like this transparent hair thing uh-huh. and they said they didn't feel like it came across no it doesn't uh in the animation good. you know as well Ugh. um in the comic when they they're eventually they're going to burst out through the thing to kill her and they do the same thing and wake the devil there's a great line where Hellboy goes, and you have a giant snake body. And I yeah. wish they had put that in here yeah. <laughs> or figured out a way to work it in there because that would have been really funny. It's one of my favorite lines of this whole scene. It's interesting, though, that they would bring in the Iron Maiden Hecate thing without having the actual intense backstory behind that. <laughs> right. Well, You know what I mean? Like with the whole Rasputin and Ilsa thing. Okay. And- so I do want to talk about that. And we're going to actually, this is a great segue because we're going to get into it in a little bit after this action scene. She starts turning back into the Iron yeah. Maiden now. I think that's a cool effect. Yeah, it's cool. Um, well, actually, before I get into that, I want to talk about this a little bit because she's going to turn back into the Iron Maiden and then Hellboy's going to open her. And Mignola said that was something that he always wanted to do. And he couldn't figure out how to work it in there where oh. he wanted Hellboy to open the thing. And they were going to have all these monsters come out. Oh. And Mignola was like, no, 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 no. Just have a snake come out. Okay, nice. And they Love were it. like. It's good. The studio the, the studio kind of fought back against that oh, a little really? bit. Oh, really? Because it was such like a weird. That's awesome. But Mignola was like, whenever you're talking about evil gods, they're not going to be easy to kill. And it's going to be some little thing that yeah. you can't catch. Yes. Oh, it's going to yeah. be some little thing that can get away. Yeah, absolutely. And so like. It's got to be a snake. Oh, it's great. So, and that's he gonna, knows what he's talking about. And then in the comics, they're going to so, go along with that motif absolutely. with Hecate yeah. and the snakes oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So, I think it's great. Broom's office. Like- so, okay. So, I want to talk about this. This movie was supposed to lead into other stuff where they were going to get into the whole Beast of Apocalypse stuff. So, here's yeah, Malcolm yeah. Frost. Yeah. This is before they've even gotten Hellboy. Wow. Okay. And, um, uh, Brim's getting ready to go on the trip, so it's all memento style. This this would be the very first scene right. of the whole thing. And so right now they're going to show a little script, a little piece of paper. This is the Lemurian script from the short story Right Hand of Doom, and they're even going to say the what? dialogue. Yeah. So there it is. He goes, oh, it's old Lemurian. Nice. It, it reads, behold, the Right Hand of Doom. So that's from the comic. Oh, and, then wow. he's, and then Malcolm Frost finishes the quote, this is also from the comic. Cool. 
um, like verbatim, which I thought was really cool. So they're leading into it. This is yeah, their yeah. Easter yeah. egg, or this, and so oh, all these all these are Easter eggs. Oh, that's all Rasputin there. We see cool. the Project Ragnarok logo. We see a picture referencing that the Cavendish big. expedition. We see the island off the coast where uh, Rasputin summoned Hellboy. We see the Lemurian parchment. We see the statue of King Thoth from the island. We see the Project Ragnarok picture with Croesus and Ilsa, and we saw the Flama Recondidas, yes. the Secret Fire book. So cool. They tried their, their to get their hands on this so many times in the comics, and they've never been able to, and here they just have a copy sitting there, which I think is amazing. He also mentioned, he's like, yeah. oh, that's the fire that's going to consume the world. He's right. Yes. And yep. at the end there, Broom said, we must pass through the darkness to reach the light. That's an Albert Pike quote. He was an American author, poet, orator, Laurier and prominent member of the Freemasons. Oh. Um, here in the background, there is a uh, Louis poster. Armstrong. It says Praia. Oh, yeah, Louis Armstrong. It says Praia. That's Prague. And so that's a oh, tribute wow. to they filmed a lot of the first movie in Prague. Cool. I love that moment where he looks at Hellboy. He's, at got, the end. he's yeah. got a waste bin, but just cans everywhere. Put it in the bin. <laughs> no, so you were saying uh, the whole thing about uh, Hecate and the Iron Maiden and all that. Because uh, I was like, why would they have that part, but not the like? Well, the they, it was going to lead into this. Yeah, you know that was going to lead into the whole Beast of Apocalypse for the third movie. So, but what when, I'm saying is, it's like kind they... of sad because when they're recording the commentaries, Tad Stone says, um, "The first one hasn't come out on DVD yet. Based on the first DVD sales, we'll be able to make a third one." Mm-hmm. He's like, "So I really yeah. hope it'll do well because right. we have we have a lot of stuff planned. I've already started writing the third oh, one." Wow. And we're going to be talking about the Beast of Apocalypse stuff. We're going to work it into there. And there is an Easter egg. I don't know. You probably didn't watch till the end. Now, look at this. Uh, or wait. I don't know. It's going to come on in a little bit. There's an Easter egg at the end of this <laughs> that was going to lead into that third movie. Um, and if you guys haven't seen it, I'm excited for you all to see it for the first time. Have you seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Don't say it if you... Okay. Well, you what have. I'm talking about is they did that without having the backstory yes. to it they would have probably brought hecate back because the snake survived yeah um so here's the little thing the teaser for what would have been the third movie uh... ah! Bang, bang. The lobster. Bang, bang. Oh, man. Oh, Didn't that look cool? Shadow of the Claw. Shadow of the Claw. Yeah. Man. That was going to be the name man. of the third movie. Fucking oh. awesome. And it Fucking was going to awesome. be uh, it was going to be part Lobster Johnson flashback, part... Oh, that would have been so Because rad. Lobster Johnson was there. They worked him into him being there when Hellboy was born. So yeah. Bad. So they were going to go back and do that together. Yeah. It would have been like a gray ghost yeah, of Hellboy. Awesome. Like, God, I wish they would have done that. They would have had the Rasputin right. stuff and everything. You think they would have added some almost Colossus stuff in there? I hope so. That would have oh. been amazing. But they can't yeah. do. They can't do any Rasputin stuff. I guess. Yeah. Like what? They just skipped all of that. Well, it, this was going to lead into it. This is like but you, you already said, it's have like the, the Iron Maiden. Yeah. Like, yeah. how are you? Anyway, it's fine. They it's, would have brought her back. They would have brought well, her I mean, back to I mean, continue. They're, they're yeah. already in the uh, Colorado base anyway. So. Yeah. So, I know they would have brought her yeah. back. What I'm saying is like that's. Pre like, where did the Iron Maiden come from? If then you're going to introduce was, Rasputin uh, later, like. Elizabeth's Iron Maiden. Sure, all right. Maybe she just maybe Hecate's like all of my servants need an Iron Maiden. Right. Do you think yeah. they would have backtracked and they would have been like, "Ah, oh, Rasputin was behind it the whole time." Maybe they would have, this, or the they would have linked that they had some sort of connection. Sure, yeah. You know, they would have yeah. tied it back somehow, or she would have known him, or sure, sure, you know what I mean? yeah. something like well, it's, that. It's it's really 
knowing seeing the yeah you're right i did miss i didn't know that there was an after credits scene or whatever and seeing it now like man we missed out we missed out on that i would have loved to have seen that i guess not enough people bought that first dvd so i would have loved to have seen anyway um yeah but hellboy is due for an animated comeback i hope we get that soon um so i'm going to the bonus features blood and iron bonus features iron shoes with introduction by mike mignola So, uh, look at how young Mike Mignola is. I love that. I love how much they they incorporate him um, into all this. Yeah. So young. Yeah, he's talking about the red cap. uh, They kind of base the Iron Shoes character on that. Instead of a hat, it's the Iron Shoes. (laughs) I wonder where they filmed this. I wonder if that's like his library back there. I just like the title, The Iron Shoes. Nice. There you go, he says. Aw. So I think that there are two... He's mentioning here in the commentary, or in the little intro, that he thinks it works better in animation. I think there are two moments where it works a little better in the comic. Okay. Um, Well, he's a very humble, humble man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like this, though. <laughs> really cool how they work. did this little short. Based, Based on, on the, the Dark, Dark Horse, Horse comic. Based on the Dark Horse comic, Hellboy, And now he's walking Hellboy. around. Yeah, he's walking up. You're all synced up now. Iron, Iron shoes. shoes. I would love them to just do more of the short stories, you know? Just do right. like a little... Like they did... Someone did the pancakes, oh. like... Somebody did the Troll Witch. the Shadow of the Claw. Oh, so... um. Shadow of the Lobster. The uh, the voice of this uh, little goblin, the Iron Shoes, is Dan Castellaneta. Fucking Homer what? Simpson. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he's uh, so yeah. They got some big names just for these like little short little characters and stuff like that. It looks good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if you line this up with the comic, you know, I need to figure out how to get screen caps. I d- I wasn't able to do any posts for Sword of Storms because I couldn't figure out how to get screen grabs. Um. Got a nice little like Mignola skull type thing right there, where it doesn't have the bottom jaw. (laughs) (laughs) I like how they incorporate the accents too, the folklore. Ah, jeez. <laughs> so this part where they crash through, uh, I think I, I, I think it's funnier in the comic. Right, He tries right. to pull it and then yeah. he gets... I wish they would have like let that beat go a little longer. <laughs> That's rough. I do yeah, like yeah, that when he punches him in the bong. <laughs> what is this? What is this? When he hands the priest the... (laughs) (laughs) I like that moment. And that is exactly from the comic. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. The Iron Shoes. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for reminding me that we were going to do that. I almost forgot. Victor Cook is also directing this one. Yeah. If anything, if they could have just done a couple more of these little shorts... 
That would have been amazing. That would have right. been great. Let us know what you thought of this Blood and Iron commentary. That was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Was that was fun, yeah. And now Aubrey's going to say all the things. All right, everybody. That's our third commentary. What did you think of Hellboy Blood and Iron? I really enjoyed this one because I was just like, man, this is this is my jam. This is like the early Hellboy comic stuff. So I want to hear what you thought. Send us a hey, you damn guys at HellboyBookClub at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Hellboy Book Club Podcast and on Instagram and Twitter at Hellboy Book Club. You can also find all of our resources on our Podbean website, our Facebook About section, and our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. As always, a thank you to Mark Tweedell for helping with the reading order and John with doing all the editing. Even though this is a commentary, he's going to be doing editing because that's how we like it. (laughs) You can find the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, while you're there, open up your app and rate us. Give us the five stars. I don't know how it works on other apps, but I do know you can do it on iTunes. Yes. So that would be really awesome. It would help us out a lot, too. Thank you. Next week, we are taking a week off, but we're going to have an outtakes episode for you, so you'll still get some glorious content into your ear holes. Yes. Uh, I guess you know what to do. Um, after you watch this movie, stick around for the outtakes and uh, join us uh, next time on the Hellboy Book Up podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm a pair of iron shoes. <laughs> and I'm Aubrey Lovelace saying, Destiny is overrated. Yes. Yes. <laughs>